do, guys? It's the Connection Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Connection Podcast, where in just under an hour, we're going to dive into the Bible and come full circle with God and His Word. All right, we got a packed episode on this one. And as always, before we dive in, thank you guys for listening, for sharing us on your stories, for tagging us, um, and just continue to do, to do so for us. We really appreciate the support and the help that all of that uh, does for us. So thank you guys for sharing this, these messages and sharing these words in the episodes, because again, that's, that's how things spread and that's how the gospel gets across is through one person. So, uh, yeah. So easy is going to take over on this episode because oh man, if y'all remember, if y'all listened a little while back, um, what episode was that? This is the first one, the vision. Was it the one, the vision episode? That's right. It was, yeah, it was vision. So, uh, easy made an analogy in there about, um, you know, the, the clay and the coffee, mug versus the um the flower vase and how we want to be this kind of stuff and what that means to be molded by god so easy's gonna be leading us on this one so easy take it take it uh what am i saying i'm go not, for it i am not the best at leading these that is why yeah you know and that, i have a no. partnership with this and now with these guys <laughs> but still this is um this is my time to talk great. a little bit i guess so what we're going to be talking about, we talked about the analogy of, you know, being a part of the clay, or, you know, being molded and, um, you know, end up being molded either to a coffee cup or wanting to be molded into like a vase and kind of what that looked like and how God, you know, works that. But uh, so we want to go ahead and read the verse out of Jeremiah 18, 1 through 9. We're going to read that here. And um, it says, Jeremiah received the Lord's word. Go down to the potter's house, and I'll give you instructions about what to do there. So I went down to the potter's house. He was working on the potter's wheel, but the piece that he was making was flawed while still in his hands. So the potter started another one, as seemed best to him. Then the Lord's word came to me, House of Israel, can't I deal with you like this potter, declares the Lord, like clay in the potter's hand? So are you in mine, House of Israel." At any time, I may announce that I will dig up, pull down, and destroy a nation or kingdom. But if the nation I warn turns from evil, then I will relent and not carry out harm intended for it. At the same time, I may announce that I will build and plant a nation or kingdom. So, Amen. Amen. So, easy. Go ahead and uh, give that analogy again, what you were talking about last time. So, basically what I had said was, sometimes... In our lives, we know about the potter's house. We know about God forming us like clay from this here. But sometimes, I know for me especially, this is something very personal, is that I want to be molded into something great, you know? And I want to be a great vessel, a great tool. And one of those great vessels and tools that a potter can make is like a vase because a vase can hold flowers that holds life. something holds something beautiful. It can hold some of God's creation. And, um, and then we had mentioned something about there being coffee cups that end up getting made and how Matt also brought to it that, you know, a coffee cup, even though I want to be a vase, what's more versatile is a coffee cup because a coffee cup can not only hold hot liquid, it can also hold ice cold liquid. And it could also be like a, a pencil holder. It could be used to just up as a paperweight. It can be anything and everything you know like you can pretend you're drinking from a coffee cup you know 
um, and it's got more use to it there. It's you can you use for decorations. You can personalize it. You know, have your wedding photos on it and stuff like that, or like you know anniversary things or. You know, nowadays they have the coffee cups that are like all black. And then as soon as you fill it up with hot water, it like becomes like a different color or something like that. So it's crazy that the coffee cup is more versatile than just the vase. But why is it that I want it to be a vase more so than just a coffee cup? That was kind of what we were talking about of that vision from that one episode. She got wilts turning over there. No, you got nothing. I'll say something real quick to get us going. So <clears throat> there's a coffee cup sitting right here on yeah, that's the this one table, right? Yeah. Right. It's just a Starbucks white coffee cup, plain, boring. I mean, there's nothing, nothing fancy about it. Right. But at the end of the day, right. When you make something out of clay and you make it into whatever, what's the purpose of it? Hmm. Be used. Exactly, to be used. So us saying that, like, God form us and make us, we're saying God use us. Yeah. And we're basically trying to, we're, we're saying that we are dispensable. Mm-hmm. You don't keep the coffee cups forever, right? It falls and it breaks. Then what do you do? Yeah. You throw it away. Not yeah. saying God throws us away, but that's what can happen is that we're saying God use me and God will use us. Not in a dispensable kind of uh, thinking, but mm-hmm. as a, like, I'm going to use you for what mm-hmm. I need to use you for, which is what Jeremiah talks about at the end here. Um, <clears throat> in verse four, it says, but the pot he was shaping from the clay was marred in his hands. It was, it was like kind of messed up in his hands. So the potter formed it into another pot, shaping it as seemed best to him. Mm-hmm. So all this to say that God uses us and shapes us how he wants us to be. Mm-hmm. And that's what's challenging is that we want, we have an idea. We say, well, I want to be used by in this way. And God says, I'm not using you in that way. Mm. So I guess a question to open up for discussion is how, how do you, how do you, how do you get comfortable with that? How do you submit yourself to the process of God shaping and forming you? Matt, Oscar, anybody? Yeah. <laughs> Both pointing at each other. <clears throat> Go first, Austin. Um, How have you been shaped and molded in that way? I'd say for me, I'm still in the process just because, um, like Izzy was saying, sometimes we have expectations of our, like of ourselves of what we want to be, like you said, a vase or a coffee cup. So first of all, I think that's the first step, really addressing that, that you need to be okay with whatever God is molding you into. Because sometimes we try and hold on to plans or like a certain version of ourselves that we see but is that really how god's gonna use you now so i think that's definitely the first step just being okay with it's not gonna line up with your plans so that's kind of where i'm at right now as far as yeah uh yeah i I agree with uh with oski um i feel like i've been I think, yeah, I think we're always going to be developing and always being molded. I don't think we're ever going to grow out of that or have, uh, you know, f- be finished with that process. Obviously, until Jesus comes back or we die, then it's completed. But um, I'm trying to, I don't know, I'm just thinking about this and this is really good. And uh, 
if I was because your first question was how do we deal? Was it how, how do how do you how do you get comfortable with the process that God has to take you through to form you into who you are meant to be? He want yeah. I think I'm starting to wonder like okay, what if I never God never came to my life? You know, you know, like I was just living my own life, and I'm wonder what would I be molding myself into. But when I when I'm trying to paint that picture, everything that us humans that we make is for the use of of ourselves. I can't think of an object that is made for itself. Yeah, I can't. I'm tr- I'm actually trying to think of that. What object is made for itself, and I can't think of it. It doesn't exist. Yeah. It's like it. it has a to us. Yeah, it has a purpose to us. So that's why I'm kind of like baffled right now, and I'm trying to think about it, and like I don't. I just don't have a purpose without God. I really don't have a purpose without God. Like what I'm just living a life of nothing. And, and that's why, like, I don't know. That's, that's what I'm getting from it. I was actually having a conversation with Lillian the other day about like, like people who are no, it might be Lillian. Some, I don't know. I was having a conversation with somebody and this idea came up of this. Like, if you don't have a purpose and you're just going through life, like, what does that feel like? Hmm. Like that must, I'm like that would feel so awful Yeah. to be like, I'm just, I don't, I'm just working and going home and eating and drinking. Like what? <laughs> like, Dude, I actually have a friend, like I'm not, hopefully he ain't listening. <laughs> Even if he I is. Gonna, I ain't saying no names, but I mean, I've talked to him about this really. I have a friend and I was actually, oh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't even know him. He don't even go to church. The thing is like. Every time I talk to him, I try to like pour into his life and trying to trying to make him see his value, because honestly, um, and I'm not trying to talk bad about my boy, but it's like all he lives for is like he goes to work, and then he goes back home, and then he lives for the weekend just to go out to eat. Yeah, that's what. But when he gets his check, he's like, he's like, oh man, I love, I want to go out to eat this place, I want to go out to eat this place, or like the <laughs> most he looks forward to is going to a son's game. And I'm just like, oh I'm like, bro, do you not have a, like, where's the vision in your life? Like, what do you not? And it's like, and, and, and he doesn't, he doesn't have the best job and like, he's able to have a better job, but he just doesn't want to move from that job. Right. He's right, comfortable right. there and he's just comfortable living that same routine. Yeah. That's what and it I'm is, just like, routine. bro, like you're going to die <laughs> like this if you don't do something about it. And there's no, there's no advancing to this. It's just a cycle of death. Like it's crazy well, go ahead and bro. that's like and i think that could be potentially what leads to like depression or like yeah. things that just like you turn to other things because you're just going through life and saying i have no purpose and god's like i make actually made you into that specific piece because that's you're actually fulfilling a greater role in the whole part right yeah. what is that that saying the the sum of the parts is greater than the whole mm. kind of thing right lillian actually just texted me when she was in the bathroom it was like Oh, this thing hit so hard, right? Because she's like, it reminds me of the body of Christ. We can't all be cups. We can't all be bowls. We can't all yeah, be plates. I was ooh. like, like we have there. Each person ha- is formed into a specific piece for the table, right? Let's yeah. use that analogy of like a dinner table, right? You have forks, knives, spoons, plates, cups, bowls, all these different things. If you all, if, if, if you went to a restaurant and they gave you just forks and they served soup, you're like, how do I do that? What do I do with this? Unless it's ramen. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, sponsor you, yeah. Sponsored by Ramen on this episode. Sponsored by Maruchan. <laughs> right, but that's but that's the thing, right? We're going back into what it says in I, uh, Jeremiah, where it's like, can I not do with you Israel as the potter does? A potter makes specific things for a specific purpose that's to be used in a specific way, and then God does the same thing with us. He says, I created you to have that kind of voice with that kind of talent with that kind of skill and that ability to, to be in that specific area of influence. And you guys fill in the blank if you're listening. Yeah. Like fill in the blank, whatever it is that God has created you specifically to do because there is a purpose. And guess what? Even if like you're going through one purpose in your life, look again what this says. In verse four, Jeremiah 18, four, but the pot he was shaping from the clay was marred in his hands. So what did he do, right? He formed it into another pot. So just because you're going through life and you're in one specific purpose and you're saying like, oh, this is my purpose, God can all of a sudden take you out of that and say, nope, I need you to be something else real quick. Yep. That's the power of God is that what he makes us or what we are initially may not always be what we are in the long run. And we're always being shaped and reformed for different things. Exactly. Like, um, I want to go into now Romans with this is because, so it's in Romans 9. Uh, I was going to read 14, but I don't really want to focus on that too much. So I'll start at 15 where it says here, just, just to give you guys some context as where is he's going with this. It says, he says to Moses, I'll have mercy on whomever I choose to have mercy and I'll show compassion to whom, whoever I choose to show compassion. So then it doesn't depend on a person's desire or effort. It depends entirely on God who have, who, who shows mercy. So this is the part where it slaps, I think, is 17. It says, Scripture says to Pharaoh, I have put you in this position for this very thing so I can show my power in you and so that you, my name can be spread throughout the entire earth. And then it goes to continue. So then God has mercy on whomever he wants to, but he makes resistance, well, he makes resistant whomever he wants to. <clears throat> So you are going to say to me, then why does God still blame people? Who has ever resisted his will? (laughs) Do we have free will? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) you are only a human being. What do you think you are to talk back to God? Does the clay say to the potter, why did you make me like this? Doesn't the potter have the power over the clay to make one pot for special purposes and another for garbage for the same clump of clay? Ooh. <laughs> say, that, say that verse again. Doesn't the potter have the power over the clay to make one pot for special purposes and another for garbage from the same lump of clay? Mm. What if God is very patiently puts uh, puts up with uh puts up with pots made for wrath that were designed for destruction because he wanted to show his wrath and to make his power known? What if he did this to make the wrath of his glory known toward pots made for mercy, which he prepared in advance for glory? Where are the ones God, we are the ones God have, has called. We don't only come from the Jews, but we come from the Gentiles. That whole thing of like, like, you know, God, and it's so funny because what you said, like God creates all those pieces, like God could still create a knife out of that clay, like really sharp, and be used for harm, you know? And it's like, that's so weird that it does that. But like at the end of the day, it still is going to be used to show 
his glory and his power in some way. What you got? What what hit me was verse 17 where it's like where scripture says to Pharaoh. Yeah. Pharaoh. Go back to Exodus, right? Moses and the Israelites are escaping from Pharaoh. But God is saying to Pharaoh, I raised you up for this. I raised you up. Mm-hmm. Hold on. God raised Pharaoh up? Mm-hmm. That is, <laughs> that's, that's challenging. That hurts my theology a little bit. Like God raised yeah. Pharaoh up for this very purpose. So God still uses the good and the bad that we've mm-hmm. talked about before. Got something Mas- to say? Yeah, no, this, this, is challenge- <clears throat> this is challenging, man. Like, I read this scripture all the time, and I'm like, it gets, it gets, because you're like, it, I mean, it is it even says it right there, right? Paul's right. even telling him, like, yo, like, don't say this, because he already knows what they were going to think, right. and this is what we're thinking, too. Yeah. And it's so crazy how, like, you're reading this, and you're thinking it, and I don't know where Paul tells you, but don't think this way. And you're just like, dang, what the heck? How you read my <laughs> mind, bro? Like, that's, that's futuristic, Paul, man, back to the future. But um, um, anyways, I think there's so much we could dissect in this, man. I, I, and honestly, I think I might be getting out of, out of what we're going to be talking. I mean, it's just because what I, what I get when I read this and I reread it and reread it, it's, there's a, and we're talking about free will and I don't, man, we're going to get into this free will and (laughs) all again, man, but. I think when we decide to form ourselves, that's when God is like, okay, you're still just a lump. Because you're not, you're not being, what, what's a lump for? It's created for nothing. It's just within itself. It's a ball within itself, you know? And, if, and, in, and it also says who are destined. My Bible says here, um, uh, in whom his anger falls, who are destined for destruction. And we may read that and we might think, hey, God, like, you're the one who destined their destruction. But if that was the case, it would say, who God destined. But the destiny comes from our own free will. And like, if you're already, if your heart is already set in one path, God's going to use it. He's like, you're already a lump. I'm still, I'm going to use you then. Even for the lump ways. like, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, you're already a lump. Like, they, I mean, he'd rather not us be lumps. But if we're stuck in our ways to be a lump, then he'll even use the lump. <laughs> and Pharaoh's the lump <laughs> that wanted to be used as a lump. So when we read that, we might think like, yo, God is the one who's like making him a lump. And nah, it's just that's what Pharaoh wanted. And he was stuck in his way. So God's like, this is what you want. I'm still going to use you. Yeah. Nothing just goes back to like what I was saying at first. Um, like, where is your heart at? Like, what is that you're wanting to do for your pretty much like shape yourself? I mean, you're like, you're mold, you're like clay, you know? Mm-hmm. And honestly, we need a potter to mold us, you know, to what we're, we're called to be as far as for God, you know? But yeah. at least for me, I, in the past, I've caught myself before God, of course, um, definitely trying to live my life according to my terms and, Honestly, that just led to so many things where now it's like, okay, God finally came to a point where I was like, yo, God, like use me for anything, you know, but little did I know what that was going to entail as far as bringing things into a light that I needed to deal with. Yeah. So for me, it's just having that heart posture, like God use me, whatever that looks like, I'm still going to be in it, even if it puts me in a place where I'm very uncomfortable. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
what I love <clears throat> about this, both verses, is verse four in Jeremiah eighteen, where it says, "But the peace he was still, but the peace he was making was flawed, while still in his hand." So the potter started another, as seemed best to him, and then go back to Romans, and in Romans where it says, verse twenty one. Doesn't the potter have the power over the clay to make one pot for special purposes and another for garbage from the same lump of clay? I love how those both both of those verses kind of say the same thing, just in different words. And it's so crazy, the realization I've had from the first time I brought this analogy up to now, where it's like, when I first brought it up, I was like, I want to be, be a vase. But then I realized, as, as we were thinking about this episode... Like you know what? It's not just that I'm a I'm a vase. What's most important that as is, is that I remain shapeable and moldable for for God, because I'm not always going to be a vase for every situation. Sometimes I might just be a little thumbtack. What verse is that? The one you just read. Eighteen four. Eighteen four. Like it's just crazy to me that you know. God may, I, like I said, like what he was saying, what Matt was saying about like, sometimes we want to be certain things and like, I want to be that vase because it holds life in it. But sometimes God is like, like, I need you, but I don't need a vase. I need you to stop trying to be a vase and let me shape and mold you into something that I need for right now. You know? So it's, I think the biggest lesson of the potter and, and the clay is that we as the clay and God as the potter, we always need to remain flexible and always need to remain able to be reshaped and molded and never just get hardened like in the shape that we have been created to always still remain and say, okay, Lord, if you want to throw me back into the fire, heat me up, crunch me back down and turn me into something else. Do that, Lord, because that's, that is the most important thing. I think in the lesson of the potter and the clay. I'm so glad you said that too, because that actually, I just looked up <clears throat> like, what's the, what's the step-by-step process for making pottery? You got to heat like, it up. What's the process of making the objects, right? Yeah. Part of it is like, you have to, you have to source the clay, right? God, mm-hmm. it, the Bible says that God took us from the clay and put us on a rock and formed us. Right. Mm-hmm. And like the next part is you have to prepare the clay, mm-hmm. right? You have to add some water to it. You have to keep like mixing it in. You have to keep, working with it right like and it's a hard process you have to you know almost like making dough kind of thing you have to take your hands and just um like knead it and like fold it yeah and crush it and pinch it um part of the issue too is that before it goes into the fire you have to make sure there's no air bubbles within it because if there are it'll cause the whole thing to explode yeah that's an important thing too right yeah. when god forms us he's making sure there's no sin there's no like issues in us i mean we're gonna have issues yeah. But he's trying, he, when God forms us and makes us, he's also preparing us to go under those extreme circumstances mm-hmm. because he's saying if, if you go under, under that, that fire, that, that high heat, heat, that pressure, that, that thing, and if you have this issue, it's going to cause your whole thing to explode, right? You yeah. won't be able to be in that and, you won't withstand and be sustained. It. Right, withstand it. And then there's a whole process of like, spinning it on the wheel, right? And this is where the artistic part of God comes in. This is where he starts to make the little the little indents on us and he makes the little like grooves around us and like yeah. makes us the beautiful thing that we become in his yeah. hands. 
and then you have to let it dry for a little bit, right? Before this is all before like you actually have a, a usable product. Mm-hmm. So you let it dry, and then you store pieces. You let it sit for a couple of days, right? You're underneath the plastic, like the the clay's underneath the plastic, and it has to sit and it has to harden just a little bit. And then you trim it up, like right. This is all just I'm just reading through this from. Uh, something online about the process of making clay. Like it's a long, long process and it takes time and it takes effort in the right hands. It, it becomes something beautiful in the wrong hands. It becomes something unusable. Yeah. That'll yeah. get destroyed. Uh, there's a trimming. Then you add it into the, this is when now you add it into the fire, right? You throw it into the kiln and it gets fired at a really high temperature and it hardens that, right? It becomes secure and it's, it's stable and it's, it's, it's solid. It's, it's rigid. Set. Yeah. And then you paint it and you throw the glaze on and then you throw it back into the fire to seal in the glaze, right? There's yeah. so many things, so much of a process that goes into making a simple coffee cup, right? Like yeah. getting the handle just right so it doesn't, it's not too fracturable where it like falls off and breaks easily, yeah. right? Yeah. There's so many details that go into making these things. So, but in that, right, there's a firing process. There's a process that you have to go through that will allow you to be hardened right not like a hardened heart but like that will make you stable and secure and will make will give you a solid foundation or a solid structure Mm -hmm. in which you can actually stay like be used by Mm -hmm. right because god doesn't want just a flimsy piece of clay he wants us to like what you're saying easy he wants us to be able to be that and to continue to allow god or allow god to use us and say okay i'm gonna just be i'm gonna go back in the fire and get melted down and shaped into something new yeah i mean i got I love that you're saying that because <laughs> that, is, that yeah. was a lot. Sorry. It reminds just real side note. It reminds me of the quicksand episode. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tables turned. If y'all, if you, yeah. what are you gonna say? <laughs> and it, yeah, and to add to what Noah was saying too, it's so cool. Cause like I used to have a, what is it called? That class where you make. Talk what? <laughs> no, that class where you yeah, make like, like a, the art class. Yeah, it's like a, yeah. I don't know pottery class. Yeah, we used to make a little ceramics. ceramics. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, and it's crazy because you need water for to like yeah. mold it, and that's scripture. That's Jesus, yep. the Word. Yeah, yep. and that's the water. Come that's on. what's that's what molds us. And then, like you said, the fire, which is His Holy Spirit, is the Ooh. one that hardens us. Come on, but in a good way, not in a bad way, right. obviously. Right. Um, so that's really interesting. I like that analogy or whatever. I, I got I got one thing to say with this too. I'm sorry, just this is why I don't lead these. No, it's okay. Because like I just wait for people to say things and then things just <laughs> pop up. But I think it's so important wherever you are in your life right now in your stage of this clay process, especially, you know, if you if you're just now understanding that you need the water and the materials in order for you to be shaped and molded, which is like the base of everything like Matt was saying, or if you're in the process of uh, being shaped and molded by the actual potter, you're on the little spinny wheel and stuff and you're, you know, you're getting all these little indents and grooves, wherever you are in this process, I want to speak to the people, the coffee cups or the vases that have fallen on the floor and shattered. Mm, yeah. And I want to speak to those people and say, don't worry about it because God is already looking at that. And he's like, this is what I needed. I needed you to break. I needed you to shatter because now what I'm going to do is I'm going to crush you up even more to make you powder. I'm going to add some more water. I'm going to add some more clay. I'm going to add some more materials and you're going to get shaped and molded into something different. Yeah. You know, I want to add to that. (laughs) Actually, yeah, that's really good. And, and honestly, it doesn't even really matter 
it doesn't really matter what you get shaped into. I like right here where it says in Jeremiah, is it? No, this is Romans, right? Where it says, uh, I think it's 21. Does not the potter have the right to make out of the same lump of clay some pottery of special purpose and some for common use? I think yours says one one for trash and one, one for, for... One for a pot that's a purposeful and then one that's just trash. One for trash. And then <clears throat> we, we humans, we t have the tendency to... When we read that, we're like, oh, one's made for special and one's made for common. No, it's and, and it's the same thing. It's They're all the same. A pastor, the one that's preaching, is the same as the one who's who's a sitting people. You know, they're yeah. just made out of the same thing, you know? And honestly, I don't know. Honestly, sometimes, like, I wouldn't mind. God can use me however. I don't care. But we, we look at the word common or trash and we think bad. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. If the trash can gets to see more things, it's more relatable to people. It's more relatable to thing because there's a lot of things that goes through a trash can. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, there's banana peels, whatever it is, you know, like, so we, we have the tendency of looking at common and we're like, that's a bad thing. Yeah. But it's like, no, God, like there's nothing wrong with being common. We just live in a society where everybody wants to be like, because of their own selfish vase. desires. Yeah. Pretty little vase and the flower in it and have like half a million in the bank stacked up and like with the Ferrari and the out, like that's cool and all like, not saying like, if you have all that great, cool for you. But like, I want to get to know people for them. And like, yeah. I rather, I live for that rather than the Ferrari out in the, in the lot, you know, yeah. what do you use more? A coffee cup or a fine, a fine piece of China? Right. Yeah. Something that's common. Why? Because it's easy. It's simple. There's not a lot. Like, it's not. Because we need coffee. It's because it's, it's, it's one of those things that, like, like Matt said in the last episode, it's so versatile. You could have an ice cold drink in it and you could have hot drinks in it. And you could also just like, if you want to have the coffee cup and not use it, that's, you could do that. Like. I think it's just so much versatile. What do you got? Now, I was just going to say with that, it just reminded me of when I first started serving at Hillsong. Uh, like, I started off in parking lot, you know? Mm, now, first yeah. of all, like, I was like, I'm out here in the summer. No one wants to be out here. But in reality, it's like I got to meet so many people out there. And that's what really set my foundation when I first. Yeah, literally, like, I didn't want to be, like, in a leadership role. I wanted to be out there and be that first, yeah. like, that first point of contact that's smiling at people and saying, hi, you know? Like, that's where it started at the parking lot. So I think it touched on that as far as like you were saying, yeah. as far as the trash can. <laughs> Even though it's they, common. Yeah, it's yeah, common, yeah. It's common, but it's good. So that's where you got to start. I was going to say something I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Pull the mic back over. Um, what was it? Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Broken pieces, trash. I don't know. Podcast. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about this real quick. <laughs> <laughs> trash, no. Um, going back to what it said in Romans, right? Like, uh, what did it say? Hold up, hold up. Pause, please. 14, Romans 14. Romans 9. Yeah, I like those Adidas, is he? <laughs> you do? Yeah. Right, Thanks, right, right. Romans 9, 20. But who are you, a human being, to talk back to God? Shall what is formed say to the one who formed it, why did you make me like yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me go. Yeah, that's that'll preach itself. I could stop there. But let me go into the book of Job. Oh. Chapter 38. Because, right, Job's going through all these things. He's yeah. like, God, why are you doing this to me? Like, this is awful. All his friends are telling him, like, you must have done something wrong. And Job's like, I've done nothing wrong. And so Job's like, I'll talk to God about this. And God's like, oh, you will. And God comes down and talks to Job in chapter 38. I'm not going to read all of this, because, but it is so powerful. 
it kind of like puts us all in our place when you read this. Yeah. yeah. Sit down, boy. As, as, the, as the clay, right? Because we're... I'm going to get to this in a second, too. <laughs> just another thought. Um, right? So it says, Then the Lord spoke to Job out of the storm. And, and this is God speaking. He says, Who is this that obscures my plans with words without knowledge? Oh. Brace yourself like a man. I will question you, and you shall answer me. It's like, oh, <laughs> that just, that's scary. I give you chills. <laughs> and then God just goes on this whole thing where he says, where were you when I laid the, found, the earth's yeah, foundation? Yeah. Tell me if you understand who, yeah. who marked off its dimensions. Surely, you know, like God's being sarcastic and just like going on to Job here. Sorry, who, stre- I love it, who stretched a measuring line across it on, on what were its footing set or who laid its cornerstone while the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy. Who shut up the sea behind doors when it burst forth from the womb, when I made the clouds its garment and wrapped it in thick darkness? Like, God is just going ham on Job. Yeah. Like, have you ever given orders to the morning or shown the dawn its place? Like, ooh. Show the dawn its place. Yeah, right? Like, this is God saying, like, I made all of this. I made you. I made everything in this earth. Like, who are you to question what I'm doing? Yeah. And that, because... Another part of this too is that all of that, God could have made all that, but without God's breath, that's the next key part of this is that the clay is one thing, mm-hmm. but without the spirit within us, but without the breath that God breathes into us, we're yeah. just a piece of material. Yeah. Right? That's why, bro. That's why I get scared when they be talking about cloning people, bro. I'm like, right? hey, these people will not bags. have a soul. Like, <laughs> who are you trying to clone? Like, heck not, bro. <laughs> we're going to have zombies walking around, bro. <laughs> But right, so um, and, and isn't it interesting? Real quick, yeah. As a side note, and from what I've known, maybe it's gotten better. But like everything they've tried cloning, like goats and all that stuff, like it has died within a short span. Yeah. You know, yeah. because it doesn't have the life. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it could only sustain so much the body. You well, know, like preach talking about we trying to clone ourselves on Instagram or something. For, ooh. <laughs> it hasn't. No, that's a good point because it hasn't. Right. And you know, you were talking about. We, we make ourselves, right? We think that, oh, we made ourselves in this piece of clay, and it's just a lumpy piece. Self-made. Congratulations, right? Congratulations, you a yeah, lump. Yeah, exactly, you a lump. <laughs> well, you know what's funny about it is, think about it. Think about a lump that you, like, you just, like, grab, like, a, a ball, and you Play-Doh. just, like, Play-Doh, and you create it, and then you just, like, you know, you're not even trying to, like, roll it. You're just, like, putting it together like this, and then you just set it down. It's never going to sit even on the sur- flat surface, Right? What makes the lump so different from the coffee cup, how the coffee cup has such a flat surface is because the creator of the coffee cup says this needs to be flat on the bottom so its foundation doesn't shake or move or it doesn't blow when the wind comes and and blows it. Whereas that little lump, it's never going to sit even, meaning Mm. when you're self-made, you're always going to still be wanting something because you're never sitting flat. You're never sitting even on a foundation. You're just like one time and one Sunday, one day you're maybe like sitting a little bit leaning to the right. Some days you're sitting a little bit leaning to the left. You're never just like, (laughs) I know it's like Noah's back (laughs) or his hips, his hips, bro. My hips are like shifting. His hips are all messed up, bro. I'm off center just because my back's messed up. Because God made him that way. (laughs) But but hey, 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 that'll preach because what you're saying, right? Because I'm not, I'm not on 
I'm yeah, not, you're not, I'm not a, upright. You're not on access. I'm not upright. I gotta have a. I have to have that base foundation because that's where everything then. Literally, right of. now, I don't. You guys can't see it, but like yeah, Noah has. Cheek in there. No, no, like you <laughs> have. Have you brace. seen it? Have you seen his back brace yet? Nah, bro. Hold up, I'll do a little Instagram live right now on the on the Instagram yeah, live. Were you born like this? Yeah, bro. He was <laughs> born that he way. Said he was born like that. Well, yeah, God made him that way. I was kidding. Injured or something. Hey everybody! This but, uh, is uh, we're live. in the middle of it. Well, I'm just gonna do a little video thing. We're recording in the middle of this. And we're talking about my back issues, and if you can see, got this whole like back oh, brace snap. thing oh, snap. going on. Can't see it all, but uh, wait, what, what, what are we talking about here? We're talking, talking about, about clay healing, healing. <laughs> everything, solid foundation. Y'all tune into this episode. Hey. So hey. like, I can't believe we actually just did an Instagram live on the Dude, podcast. That's cool. The that's first good, time. That's good, bro. But uh, so yeah, like it's just you know it's crazy that right now with what you're doing right now, you're sitting. God formed you and made you, but like in a way, you could say the, the brace is like God trying to like up fix you upright. Yeah, yeah. You know, trying to trying to help you out with things that you're still struggling with or whatever. But you know, my biggest thing again, and I've already mentioned it, is like grace. is is not only grace, but like don't don't be afraid to to be a a piece of God's creation and then end up being broken. Cause actually yeah. that brokenness is something that's leads to a greater, that is, is beautiful because God's going to rework something that you thought already was amazing. Like now you're going to be turning into something ama- better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like me personally, if I'm a vase and I'll break, I'm going to be like, all right, God, what are you going to make me into? Right. And then the thing that I would love God to make me into is, uh, is a pozole bowl. <laughs> a little bowl to hold pozole. Ooh, I'd be so happy. <laughs> um, real quick, we'll kind of wrap this up here in a second. Um, you know, going back to, I want to go back to this idea with the breath, right? Yeah. Because again, yes. this, is, this is the most important part of yep. all of yes. this, is that there's a yes. breath that God breathes from the very beginning, right? Yes. When God formed man, it says... In Genesis 2, 7, then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground mm. and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being, right? Yeah. It wasn't until God breathed into Adam that Adam became a living being. Okay. Yeah. So take, take for example, right? I want you to talk in a second about the, uh, the thing you learned at Inside Elevation, the Ezekiel thing, where it's like you can have the, the thing, but until God breathes into it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? But so... Really quick, just another way to look at this, because we're, we're thinking about like our lives and our purpose of like uh, what God is using us for and like the clay, right? Yeah. But consider that to be also your skills, your talents, your gifts. What is God like shaping and molding inside of you and like breathing into that like is like making you into something, right? You yeah. might have a certain skill in one area of your life, but then later on you might have a whole different skill, an entire different skill in order to fulfill that purpose of your life. Right, so it's not just an outward thing, like a generic, big, broad um, idea of like our purpose. You know, God forms us and for a purpose, but it's like God also then makes all the inside pieces too. There's also little things that He forms on the inside of us, the the, the gifts, the skills, the talents that He shapes and molds Himself as well. So, yeah. easy, real quick, talk about what you heard. Was that the creativity thing? Yes, yeah. where it's like I could create something, but it don't mean anything yeah. unless it's God breath. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so what? Uh, basically at Inside Elevation, they were, I mean, what a trip to begin with. Um, and it's so funny that 
I was there on the creative track that they had. And throughout the whole entire day of the creative track, they were preaching out of Ezekiel 37. Yeah. And like talking about like the dry bones turning into flesh and being God breathed and, and all that stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, why are you <laughs> preaching out of this? Like yeah. for creativity. How could anyone use creativity from the dry bones from the dry bones message? Right? I was like, what the heck? Where are you going with this? And the way the guy brought it was so beautiful. Like he was like, You could you could do all you want with all your creativity, with all your gifts and talents and graces that you have, but it don't mean nothing unless God breathes into it. So like, it was hard for me because I was like, well, how come I'm struggling to write music or write songs? And like, I'm just putting things down on paper and it like sound, it looks and sounds yeah. good, but like I know on the inside, there's nothing, in there's nothing there for it. And I'm just like, what the heck? What am I struggling with? And when I heard him say that, like, you know, the whole point of that story of the dry bones is not only to show the miracle of God and the vision that, you know, through the prophet Ezekiel of raising dry bones, turning into flesh. That's the that's the cool part. That's the miraculous part that we are like, wow, that's amazing. But yeah. the part that's most important is what Noah's talking about. That then Ezek- then God tells Ezekiel, son of man, tell these dry bones that I that there will be a wind that comes and I will breathe in through them through that wind. And that's the that's the most important part. Or else you're just gonna get a bunch of people that are standing there and not moving, not doing yep. anything with no life because there's no breath in it. Yeah. So the example I have for it is what is it? I don't know what country or what people it is. I think it's Chinese, but like they have like a whole bunch of like clay men that were like built in underground, and it's just like a bunch of statues of clay like men. Chinese army, yeah, like the Chinese army yeah, thing. That's exactly what they look like. That's exactly what yeah. we look yeah. like without God's breath yeah. on yeah. us. Just a bunch of statues, like if we were frozen in time. Or if y'all ever ever seen Thor Ragnarok, it's like the you know when when uh, what's her name Helen or something goes down, like resurrects all these people. Yeah, right? it's the same kind of thing. Yeah, it's good. So, any last thoughts, guys? Uh, I have one. Um, I just want to speak to the people that struggle with like, again, I don't know why. I just love the word where it says common, because a lot of people I feel like struggle with feeling common. Yeah. And I like this one sermon I heard once from uh, Pastor Erwin McManus, and he talked about the common and how G- Jesus made the common uncommon. What was a manger without Jesus? Nothing. But now we just see a manger and we think Jesus. What was a cross without Jesus? It was just another tool to kill people, obviously, and torture it. But Jesus made it famous. So... You know, we, tr- we we try here we and we, we live in an era and a time where people are all trying to be famous and stuff for ourselves and to be seen and all that. But all I'm saying is like, if you feel like, first of all, you're not common and you are, we are common, but there's nothing wrong with that because we have the uncommon God in our on our side. And if you don't know him, then, you know, a little later, you're going to be able to welcome him in into your life. And then he's going to make everything in your life uncommon, even the areas you think that are common he's gonna turn it and flip it for good and it's gonna be for other people that's good you got oscar last closing thought you know for me it was pretty much uh what we were talking about being broken just because sometimes we're in that process Mm. it's like okay god here are my pieces but i can't really see nothing being done with this you know Mm. and for me that was six years ago um 
when I came to God, I'm like, okay, I, I don't know what you can do out of this, but I had to put my trust in God and really trust the process of what he was going to walk me through, you know? So just letting people know, like, you might not know what that's going to look like, or you might feel uncomfortable in that moment, but in hindsight, it all makes sense. Yeah. So honestly, just put your trust in God and he'll, he'll work it out for the yeah. best, you know? Yeah. So don't, don't feel bad or anything like that. Whatever you may be feeling as far as um, just where you are right now with your broken pieces, even though you might not be able to see something being done with it, you know? So that's just, yeah, exactly. Just trust in the process, trust in God that he's going to work it off for good. It's going to make sense in hindsight. Love it. Master another video. All right, guys, we are going to end this episode at that. So, but before we do, we always love to offer that prayer of salvation for anybody who um, wants to give their life to, to Christ and um, have that relationship or come back to Christ and uh, kind of start over and just, you know, start fresh and start new with that new breath inside of you. And just to say too, like all you guys have to do, ask for the Holy Spirit to breathe into you. Yes. Uh, ask the Holy Spirit to breathe into me like what you need me to be yep. and give me that fresh wind, that fresh breath inside of me that's all you gotta do so what a beautiful topic right so i'm gonna say a prayer and we're gonna all repeat it so let's say this together so dear jesus dear jesus thank you for my life thank you for my life and thank you for your life thank you for your life today i believe in you today i believe in you i put my trust in you put my trust in you and my hope in you and my hope in you i believe you came i believe you came you died you died and you rose again and you rose again just for me just for me uh today is my new beginning today is my new beginning in jesus name jesus name amen amen hey if you guys made that decision for the first time we're celebrating with you you made the best decision of your life we're celebrating with you and as always we want to hear from you if you did we love hearing your stories. We love yeah. you guys reaching out to us. So send us an email, connection.podcast3 at gmail.com. Or hit us up in the DMs on Insta or tag us on stories or posts or whatever. Yep. Keep tagging us. Keep sharing us. Keep telling us to your friends about all this stuff. Just help us grow. Help us get the word out. Yep. This yep. is for God's glory and all of this. So, all right, guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope you have a fantastic week and we love you all. Peace out. Thank you.